It is uh, 7.05 here on the Employment Hour, Mondays and Wednesdays here. You will catch us live. Lior, of course, uh, here tonight. Well, there's still hockey, I guess, to go. Leafs and Winnipeg and basketball tonight. Starting. Basketball starting. Yes, can't forget about basketball. Of course, hockey, or at least baseball now, as we know, is over as the Jays eliminated from the playoffs. 3 nothing Cleveland. Not the most exciting series, but that's what you get when it's all about pitching and defense. But uh, but there you go. I digress. We get into the employment hour, 416-870-6400. Star 640 on sale. You have employment questions, severance questions. You've been let go. You've got an offer in front of you. You think it's going to happen. A friend of yours, your neighbor across the street, Whatever, give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. Lines are wide open until 8 o'clock tonight. We always get into the week that was first. Uh, Lior, what do you got for me? Yeah, Johnny, thank you very much. And uh, always a pleasure to be here despite what happened with the Jays. Uh, hopefully we can get some nice conversation going, get some calls, talk about workplace rights, everything and anything to do with that. Uh, here's the time. Here's the place. We're here for an hour. And I'm happy to answer any questions. There's no, no bad questions. So bring them on and we're ready to talk. And the two two situations, John, as always in the in the week that was uh, that I've dealt with, where I think there's an important lesson. The first one, John, involved uh, a person that was called into a meeting and then flat out terminated for cause. When he asked, well, "Why am I being let go? What happened?" He said, well, someone had told us that you were spending a lot of time on social media, on your Facebook account every day. So we decided to to start monitoring your use. And we found out that, yeah, in fact, you are spending a lot of time, way too much time on your, your, fa- your Facebook social media t- uh, accounts, time that you should be working. And because of that, we're letting you go for cause. So the first question I asked him is, well, in fact, is that true? And he said, well, I am spending time, but I've done all my work and, and no one told me not to. So I, I go on my Facebook, I, I uh, do some stuff there and I go back to work. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the first thing I asked is, do they have a policy? Does the company have a policy? Well, they did not have a policy dealing with social media use and what's acceptable. He also had never been disciplined before. He, would, he had been with the company for six years, never had any discipline, was a good employee by all accounts. So the question then became, is this cause? And the answer, John, of course, no, it's not cause. Mm. It's not cause at all in this situation. Well, why? Well, here's the thing. Obviously, social media is a big thing these days. A lot of people use it. A lot of people spend time on it. And it isn't appropriate to use it during work hours because you should be working. So clearly what he did was not appropriate. That said, given the fact that the company didn't have policies in place, never told him what's acceptable, what's not, where the line is, what the limit is, never disciplined him. He was an employee with a clear record. You can't just terminate him for cause. Remember, termination for cause is the worst penalty for for the worst offenders. So you can't fire someone for cause unless they did something so bad, so awful, that's impossible to continue employing them. This just wasn't the case. So does he have clean hands? No. But the question is not, does he have clean hands? The question is, is what he did bad enough to amount to cause? And it wasn't. And that's the lesson here and for our listeners. Uh, if you're let go for cause, in many cases, it's in fact not cause, which means you've been wrongfully dismissed and you're owed compensation. This guy's owed right around eight months pay. Right. And I'm going to be working with him over the next few weeks to get that compensation. So so very, very uh, important lesson there, of course, for, for all our listeners, John. What else you got for us? Well, the second matter, a bit different, uh, but uh, you know, probably even more serious, involved a, a lady that worked for a very small company, uh, and one of her colleagues, so this is not her boss, this is her colleague, 
was making advances at her, uh, asking her out, uh, complimenting her in a very inappropriate way, sending her texts, even propositioning her, you know, kind of half-jokingly, repeatedly. This made her very uncomfortable. In fact, she had uh, tried a numerous times to ask him to stop, but I guess he thought he was some sort of a ladies' man or a really funny guy and, and continued doing it. Eventually, she decided to speak with the, her boss, who was also the owner of the company, mm-hmm. uh, and, and told him, can you, can you do something about it? Well, apparently, the boss and this other guy are, are close buddies, and the boss didn't do anything about it. He kind of brushed it off and, and, and tried to make a little joke out of it. Well, this got con- continued and continued to the point where she called me, and she said, what do I do with this? I, I dread going to work now, and uh, do I have to tolerate this? Is there's nothing I can do? So uh, so what I told her is this. You obviously do not have to tolerate behavior uh, such as this. It's harassment. It's sexual harassment. So you've been, you can treat your employment as being constructively dismissed. A work situation has now been created that makes it impossible for you to continue working. So because of that, you've been constructively dismissed and you can leave. Beyond that, though, you also have entitlements under the Human Rights Code. Your employer has to protect you from harassment, especially sexual harassment in this situation. By failing to protect you, by failing to do anything uh, to help you in this situation, they're guilty of human rights violations. So she is now entitled not only to compensation for wrongful dismissal, in this case constructive dismissal, Mm -hmm. but also to human rights damages. And, of course, the lesson here is obvious. You don't have to take stuff like that. It's inappropriate. Whether it's sexual-based harassment or other types of harassment, you, you don't have to suffer uh, and quietly. You can do something. The law protects you. There's protections under at least two or three statutes, three statutes. So give me a call if you're that situation. Don't just, uh, don't just suffer. Uh, these things can get really nasty. We'll uh, take a quick, uh, quick break, and we'll kind of uh, keep it under the, uh, the umbrella of baseball just for a minute. I want to got a couple questions I want to ask you after we uh, take that break. The number one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. That's for Leo directly. And you know the line's here on air to get through and talk to us. Uh, open until 8 o'clock, 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell. Employment Hour continues. Talk radio, AM640. It's 7.13 on uh, AM640 here, Monday nights and Wednesday nights. By the way, you will catch the Employment Hour, 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell. Before we get into the meat of the show, as always, get to the uh, the phone calls. Joe, good evening. How are you, pal? I'm good, you? All right. You got a question for Leor? Go ahead. Yeah, I, I was working in manufacturing for a company that was subcontracted to a federally uh, regulated company, and um, I was terminated for uh, for non-performance after they constantly gave me jobs in areas I couldn't physically fit into. Would that be covered by anything? So how long uh, did you work there for, Joe? Uh, just under three months. And were you part of a union? No. Okay. So, and, and I, I take it they didn't get you any compensation, any severance when they let you go? No, they just gave me my last paycheck. That was it. Okay. And uh, how old are you, Joe? I'm 25. So, yeah, they can't really let you go uh, for cause uh, for bad performance unless your performance was so bad that that's just, you know, effectively you were, you were on purpose not working hard. That's obviously not yeah. the case here. No, so, yeah, if they – giving them back because I couldn't physically fit in the areas they were trying to send me. Hmm. So you, you couldn't physically do the job? Is it, yeah, is it yeah, just because not. it was too hard, or is there a medical condition at, at play? No, it's, it's just um, naturally my natural size, how, how big I am. I couldn't right. physically fit in the areas. 
So if you're let without let go without compensation, that is very likely to be a wrongful dismissal, meaning you are owed compensation. Now, oh, okay. given the fact that you were only there for three months, and obviously you're a young guy, right, in 25, yeah. uh, that means that the amount of compensation you're owed is going to be fairly minimal. We're talking yeah. potentially, you know, two, three weeks, somewhere in that range. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's what you're owed here. And my advice to you is this. Give me a call off here. I'll connect you with the paralegal that works for me at my firm, and okay. uh, and she can help you uh, in that situation pursue those entitlements. You are owed that. It's money that the law would provide for you. So why not give me a call and, and pursue those? Joe, that number is one 821 5900 Your phone calls as well. Lines are open. You want to give us a call? we got to open lines here right up till 8 o'clock tonight. So uh, keep it with the baseball theme. Uh, Ken Pagan, I believe, the guy that uh, threw the, uh, the beer on the field at the other Jays game. So he was let go. Uh, by his employer. So let's talk about that, whether the company had cause or does he get severance or they can do whatever they want. How did, how did that uh, all boil down? Yeah, no, the reason why I wanted to talk about that, other than the fact that it's an interesting story, but uh, a colleague of mine was telling me that uh, he was spending some time on, on social media and a lot of people are talking about him losing their job and, and there's all kinds of discussion as to whether or not that was illegal, what happens if he's found innocent, uh, you know, is he owed compensation, is he not? So I thought that, you know, I'll come out here on the, on the employment hour and talk a bit about what actually works or what happens with this guy. So here's how this plays out. Now, we don't know, at least I don't, uh, know whether, in fact, the company, his employer, let him go with or without cause. In other words, did they pay him severance or they uh, they didn't? Mm-hmm. But let me tell you what his legal entitlements are. In my view, this was not cause for termination. I don't think it's even close. Meaning, there's not enough of a connection between what he did, which is throwing the beer bottle onto the the field, and his employment. Uh, there's not that connection. It's not like there's a concern that he will bring that behavior into the workplace or that his colleagues are going to say, well, I, I can't work with you given the fact that I'm afraid you're going to throw a beer, beer bottle. Beer can at me, yeah. Right. You know, if he was, you know, if he sexually had assaulted someone, a, co- a coworker can say, you know, I'm, I'm worried about working with this guy now. I'm worried for my safety. That could translate into the workplace, not this behavior. Also, it's not like he was the face of his company. He wasn't there representing his company. Uh, he wasn't, you know, wearing a, the uniform of his employer. So, so he really was on his own time. So I don't see enough of a connection between what he did and the workplace. So if he was let go for cause, i.e., without compensation, John, that would be a wrongful dismissal. On the other hand, his employer absolutely has a right to let him go on a without cause basis, meaning they have to pay him his full severance. Now, I don't know how long he worked there. I don't know his age, etc. But obviously, he gets his full entitlement. So ultimately, he, he may have been wrongfully dismissed if he was let go without severance, or he may not have been wrongfully dismissed uh, if he was let go with proper severance. So that's really what it comes down to with, with Ken Pagan. Because there's not enough of a connection between what he did in the workplace, in my view, it's absolutely not cause, uh, and he's owed severance. And irrespective of whether or not he's found cr- criminally uh, guilty or innocent, it doesn't change the law with respect to his workplace situation. Again, I, you know, we can't speculate whether the you know, the workplace or uh, you know they decide to do it just for the pure optics of it, right? Of the fact that this guy did this at the game, so we let him go, and it looks good. But as long as you know, it not cause if he got full severance. They can do it. He's done. Right? They absolutely could do it, and, and you know, maybe a lot of employers would want to let him go because you know they think you're you know I don't know you're not a good guy or a jerk whatever it is. So we're going to let you go, and they're well within their rights to do that. But they have to pay full severance. Remember the rule, John, is a company can let someone go with severance usually at any time and pretty much for any reason, mm-hmm. 
again, that severance has to be paid, and, and that's how it applies to Mr. Can Pagan. He has to get a severance. 416-870-6400, star 640 on your cell. We'll get into this. Forced resignations, I'd use a quotation signs there, and situations where an employee is given no choice but to resign. So I'll get through a few of these, and you can uh, you can expand on them. First of all, uh, what's a real resignation, and does one get severance if he or she resigns? Yeah, and, and you know it is an important topic. I, I cannot tell you, John, how many times... I see situations where an employer treats what happened in the workplace as a resignation, but it's really not. You know, it seems obvious. A resignation is when I resign. Mm-hmm. But in many cases, a, a resignation is really not a resignation. So, so let's start with the definition of resignation. A resignation can only happen if it's done voluntarily. You cannot have resigned if someone told you you have to resign. You cannot resign if someone told you you had no choice but to resign. Uh, or said resign or else. A resignation is something you do unilaterally, you do voluntarily without duress, without pressure. It's a decision that you made uh, on your own to no longer be employed by your employer, a decision that you've then communicated to your employer. So if you've made the decision, uh, if you've communicated that decision, and if that decision was yours and yours alone without pressure, then that is a resignation. And in that situation, you don't get severance because you're the one that decided to end the relationship for whatever reason. Maybe you found another job. Maybe you want to uh, spend more time with the family, whatever it is. Then, of course, you don't get compensation. You're not entitled to any severance. You simply get paid for the last day that you've worked, and that's it. Where the problems arise, John, which is what we want to touch on in the next uh, little while, is situations where people resign either because they didn't have a choice because something's happened in the workplace or their employer literally put the gun to their head, you know, not not actual gun, but right. uh, made it so that they felt that they had no choice but to resign. So that that's important to, to uh, understand. We'll get to that after a, a quick break. Uh, brother, one four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred star 640 on cell to call through. you got questions, concerns, you want to add something to the conversation right up until the top of the hour. We'll take your calls here on the Employment Hour Talk Radio. AM 640-725, Wednesday evening, help at employmenthour.com is the email you want to throw us one. We'll see what we get through tonight. Phone calls, of course, and more of a talk and discussion on resignations. Got uh, Mark on the line. Mark, good evening. Good evening. Can you hear me okay? You bet. How are you? Hi, great. Thanks for taking my call. No worries. Go ahead. Um, I'll try and do this like bullet form, uh, make it as simple as possible. Um, I went on Ontario ODSP for my medications in 1999. I had my own business. Um, I did my personal taxes, paid my taxes in that year. I had to switch over because of a drug uh, medication problem to have my medications covered. Throughout all of uh, just now, last, two years ago, I applied for an Ontario disability tax credit. I got approved. It, it, it took about a year. I got, a, I got a notice in the mail saying that you were approved. Here's $900, but we're going to attribute that money to the $68,000 you owe in penalties from 1999. Because they said, um, I paid my personal taxes, but there were still some taxes owing on, on my business. So what do you need I, to know? Oh, so... Can I, well, I'm not, with the CRA, can John Deere, can he do anything about that? Can he so, help with that? Can write actually, a letter? Like, do you know? So I have a, I have a, 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 an answer on, on your situation, and the answer is I actually have no, no clue. I, I, I think you need to speak with a, a tax expert on this, speak with a tax lawyer uh, on this. I have no idea what the CRA did here. 
uh, is is appropriate or not. It's not obviously an employment issue. It's a mm-hmm. tax issue. So I, I don't know what the answer is. You really didn't speak to a tax lawyer. If you want a referral to an excellent tax lawyer, give me a call. I can connect you with someone. Uh, that's the best I could do for you here. Give me that number, one 821 5900 For everyone else, 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell. Wayne, good evening. Uh, yes, uh, guys. How's it going? Good, Wayne. What's, uh, what's your concern? Uh, I've got a quick question. Uh, we were given a termination notice last Friday. I'm a truck driver for a distribution company, and they're no longer going to be leasing the trucks. So in that case, they're letting us go as of February 28th next year. And there's a clause here that says, uh, due to the Employment Standards Act, and your length of uh, service with the company, this will include eight weeks working termination. Now, does that mean I'm, I don't get severance? or? So, a few questions. First of all, how long have you been with the company? Uh, it'll be 10 years in March. 10 years in March. Yeah. And how many, how many people work for the company? Um, I'm going to guess about 50. About 50. Okay. So here's the thing. So you've received notice just recently that you're going to be, your employment's going to end in uh, in February. Yeah. Is that right? Okay. That's so right. you've received, let, let's call it, I don't know, I guess five months or so uh, a notice, maybe it's four months notice of the termination of your employment. Now, that four months counts towards your entitlements. That said, someone in your situation, by the way, Wayne, how old are you? I'm 63. Yeah, well, someone in your situation could easily be owed 12 months compensation. So you're owed 12 months. They've given you four months. Let's call it four months, whatever it is, notice. That means at the back end, at the end of that period in February, they still owe you another eight months pay. So, yes, you absolutely absolutely do get severance. If they had given you 12 months notice, then you, potentially the answer would have been different. But given the fact that they only give you four, that counts towards your 12 months, but it's only a fraction of it. Now, have they asked you to sign anything? Uh, no. Okay, good. So here's what happens. You're going to continue working. You're going to do your, your, your job as uh, best as you can between now and February. Okay. Come February, uh, you're owed another eight months compensation. You're going to give me a call. Uh, in fact, you should probably give me a call even sooner than that, but, but by then at the very latest. And I'm going to help you get that eight months compensation. It's not complicated. Uh, and you should tell the, your other colleagues, if they're in the same situation, because of this uh, change, if they're losing their job, they may be owed a lot of uh, compensation as well. So, yeah, you, you absolutely are owed compensation, Wayne. Does that, does that make sense? Yes, it does. Thank you very much. So give me a call, please, when that happens, and let's, let's get you what you're owed. Yeah, Wayne, it's uh, 1-855-821-5900. Now, Wayne should not sign anything between now and then, or if he does, he, he should contact you yeah, first. No, yeah, no, absolutely. So yeah. far, they haven't asked him to sign, and right. they probably think that this four months complies with their legal obligations. They don't have to provide anymore, so they mm-hmm. may not even ask him to sign. Right. We're just telling you that four months from now, you're out of a job, except that's not even close. He's been there for uh, 10 years plus. He's in his 60s. Yeah, someone like him gets around 12 months' pay, so four months is you know, a third of that. So he definitely, definitely should give me a call. 416-870-6400, star 640 on sale. Lots more coming up. Your phone calls, taking them. Lines are open. Got some open lines anyway. We'd love to hear from you very shortly. Up in the skies we go once again, AM 640. 734, Wednesday evening, Mondays and Wednesdays here at 7 o'clock at AM 640. You get to talk to Leor and ask all of your questions as it pertains to employment and severance and everything underneath that topic. Let's uh, get right back to it here. David, welcome to the show. Uh, you have a concern. Go ahead. Hi, how are you? Good, sir. Lior's there. Go ahead. So, um, what, 
um, I might talk about my experience with my employer. Yes. Okay, so I worked for this painting company uh, about a few months ago, and everything was fine. I I go to work. I don't I don't go to work to make friends. I just go to work to do my job. Um, I I got sent to the job site, and then when I got to the job site, they uh, the general manager or the general contractor he uh, he asked me if, if I was the gay painter that they were sending, and I thought it was kind of like off because I've never met this guy before. And I, I, I said, like, why why are you saying that that they're sending the gay painter? And they said, she, he said that it was Stacy, one of my supervisors, that, that told him that they were going to send the gay painter. So I thought that was kind of, like, unprofessional. So I asked, um, I asked Stacy, like, my supervisor, the one that sent me there, and I'm like, why are you, why are you telling people, like, mm-hmm. that you're going to send a gay painter? I've never expressed my sexuality to her anyways like why is she assuming that i'm gay or not like it doesn't really have to do anything with the job and i guess she got mad at me because i was i was upset and then she called my boss like the owner of the company and she expressed to him what uh, how she felt and then my boss pretty much called me right after and fired me and uh yeah they i i i didn't get the hours that i worked I, I, he still owes me about 15 hours that he never paid me, and he also fired me for no reason. Like I don't even know why he he did that. Now, David, how long did you work there for? Um, about six months. And uh, I, I don't think uh, you weren't part of a union, is that right? No, I wasn't part of the union. I was just working for him, like as an individual. Mm-hmm. Got it. No, I understand. So obviously, you cannot be fired for cause based on what you've described, unless you were threatening this lady or, or you know anything like that. Then absolutely, you cannot be fired for cause, which means that you're owed compensation. You know, you could be looking at you know a couple of months' pay, something in that order is what you're owed. Now, beyond that, potentially, given the the whole, uh, you know, I'm going to call it the gay angle. Uh, it's possible that there's human rights issues, irrespective of whether you're gay or not. Uh, the fact that they may have kind of picked on you because they thought you were gay, irrespective of whether you're not or are, uh, that could be a human rights issue, which means, again, the law would provide for for additional compensation for you. So there's certainly a lot of things to talk about here, uh, David. So uh, you have been wrongfully dismissed. You may have had your human rights violated. So you should give me a call, definitely. Let's talk about it and figure out the best way to, to approach this and get you the compensation that you're owed. Uh, I look forward to speaking to you off air. David, one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred is that number. Melissa, good evening. Hi, Melissa. Good. You got a question? Go ahead. Leor is there. Yeah. So um, I'm currently on maternity leave, um, and I just went on um, about three weeks, four weeks ago. Um, prior to leaving my employer, I typically, um, after five years in, uh, in at my job, we earn a third week of vacation. Um, that week this year, um, and it is earned based on seniority, not prorated. And I've also been told that when, once I return, I will be offered two weeks of unpaid vacation for the year that I was off. I'm just wondering if this is, um, if this is right or not. Uh, no, it's not right. You're okay. supposed to be treated in, in the same way that you were uh, or you would have been, sorry, had you continued working. So if you right. would have earned and accrued some, some vacation just by virtue of, of seniority, 
by definition, they have to give you that. They can't say, well, you're not here physically, so you're not going to get that. That's a violation of the Employment Standards Act. So I think the best way to deal with that is, is, is you know, it's very nicely point to them to the fact that they can't do that. Uh, if they if there's pushback on that, you may want to have me send them a letter, not a crazy over-the-top letter, simply a letter outlining specifically what their obligations are, even referring to the appropriate uh, sections of the Employment Standards Act. Uh, and I, I'm 99.9% sure that by doing that, that would solve the issue. I don't think that they're going to want to escalate that. So those are your options. Deal with it yourself initially. If you can't, I'm happy to help you and send the letter, and I'm sure that's going to resolve it. Is that, is that okay, Melissa? Yeah, you're good. Breaking up a bit. Sorry. Okay, she said thank you very much. At least that's what I got anyway. One eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred is that uh, number. We'll get to one more quickly before we break. Uh, Sharissa, good evening. Hi, Sharissa. How are you? Is it Sharissa? Yeah, that's you. That's me. Okay, great. I'm calling. Actually, I have a question about blue ties. I've been uh, working for a company for about nine years, and the first year I worked for them was on contracts, and then I became full-time. And uh, when we discussed my full-time terms, uh, the job description includes uh, work outside of regular work hours. And because I had already had a year's experience with them, I knew that that was pretty extensive with respect to the position I have, so I asked them if there could be um, a loo-time compensation for work over and above you know, a certain a certain level, basically, and they agreed. So for the last eight years or so, that's how we've been conducting business, and then management has changed, and they've decided not to give blue time any longer, but my job description hasn't changed. So I just wonder, I want to have a conversation with them, and I, I just want to make sure that I'm right before I initiate the conversation. You know, absolutely, you're right. And, and how much blue time would you take, say, in a month? Just give me a sense as to how extensive that was. Well, it's not in a month. It can be accumulated. If the agreement was, it can be accumulated. And over the course of the year, it would be about a week and a half regular hours, and I could use it as I saw fit. So I didn't have to use it up at the end of the month. I could use it up within the course of a full year. So a oh, yeah. no, like a long weekend or something like that kind of thing. So that, that's substantial. We're talking about a substantial yeah. amount of time over the period of a year. So yeah, and, and here's the way it works. Once they've agreed to that, even if it's not necessarily what they would have had to provide you in, in accordance with what the law obliges, but once they've agreed to do that, that becomes a term of employment. And, and the company can't just change that unilaterally. By changing that, and that's a significant change in my view, that could be a constructive dismissal. You could treat that as a constructive, as a termination, and get compensation. So I do think you're on the right track in the sense that you should talk to them. You should explain yeah, to I them would, that that's been like your, your agreement, right? That's how the deal was. That's how you've been working for the last few years, and, and that you want for that to continue. Uh, I, I think that I, is the right I course. Do, it's a great job, too. I, have, I really don't want to leave job because it's very fulfilling and it's a great job so i think i i just want to be sure before i go in so that a verbal a verbal arrangement because it, it's not part of the actual agreement that i signed it was just something we agreed to at the time but it's been going on all these years so absolutely so you're, you're you're on solid solid ground now if they refuse to change their mind you have a choice 
you can choose to uh, c- continue working without the loot time and accept a new change, or you could potentially choose to leave and get a compensation. Treat that as a constructive dismissal, but you're absolutely on the right track. Speak to them, explain it to them. You want to keep your job, of course, so you, you, it is a term of employment, so I, I think you should uh, definitely, definitely make your views clear on that. 416-870-6400, star 640 on sale. More of the Employment Hour coming right up on Talk Radio, AM 640, now up in the skies we go. Another look, AM640 Chopper Traffic for Canada Post. Here's Ari. You got some spare time? Check out uh, severancepaycalculator.com and want to know what you really owed with your severance offer? Pretty much guarantee it's not what's in front of you. It's a lot more. So check that out when you got a few moments. We'll get to the phones. Uh, thanks for hanging in there, Pasquale. Good evening. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Excellent. You got a concern? A question for Lior? Go ahead. Yes. I've uh, been working at a company for 26 years, but uh, I had a short break uh, after 10 years. I left for two weeks, and then I came back. How does that work when it comes to severance? Excellent I question. Promised, I was Go ahead. promised that everything would be left as is, and I was paid for those two weeks I was away. So. Oh, wow. No, so those two weeks are not going to count at all. Your service is continuous. Uh, a two-week break in a 26-year period is nothing. It's, it's, it's a blip. It's nothing at all. So because of that, you're, you're a 26-year employee. If, in fact, your employment is terminated, you're going to get compensation on the basis of 20 years of ser- 26 years of service, which probably would put you somewhere in that 22, 24-month uh, months of compensation that you wrote. Have you lost your job, or are you just wondering what would happen in the future? I'm wondering because the company is uh, actually uh, in talks of being sold, or so, okay. and, and a lot of employees would be let go. So, just so if you if you are let go, Pasquale, you're a 26 year employee, not a day less. So your entitlements are going to be based on that. If and when that does happen, you know how to reach me. Give me a call, and we'll go over your severance offer together to make sure that it's appropriate. But I'm telling you right now, it's going to be somewhere in that 20. It has to be somewhere in that 20 to 24 month range. Not even a question. All right. Thanks very much, guys. Pasquale, again, that's one 821 5900 And there is a perfect candidate right there to check out severancepaycalculator.com. You can get the number that you were speaking of. Got uh, Toya in Brampton. Good evening. How are you? Hi. Good evening. Go ahead. I have a question regarding overtime. So I work for a company, and they pay us overtime after 40 hours. And I wanted to know, like, the, I, I, I work a lot of overtime, and sometimes it's up to 50 or 60 hours a week. And I, I, I don't want to do it all the time, and I want to know, like, what are my rights if I were to say, no, I don't want to do that many hours anymore? So if, uh, if you're working hours and getting paid for them, uh, and they're not beyond the, the, the maximum that the law requires uh, you to work, and because you've been doing it for a while, it's going to be difficult for you to not to go back and say, I don't want to do these hours anymore. Just like your employer can't change the terms of your employment, it's going to be hard for you to change the terms of employment and say, from now on, I'm only going to work 40 hours, I'm not going to work 50 hours. Now, the best advice I can give you uh, is this if it's if it's difficult for you if it's starting to be physically exhausting it may be the case again I, I'm not an expert I'm not a doctor but you may want to speak to a doctor and maybe the doctor agrees that physically for you it's not a good idea for you to work these these many hours and the doctor can provide you a note in that situation they they have to abide by that doctor and ha- and accommodate you and if they don't then there's legal recourse. So I think that that's probably the best way to go here rather than you go and say, from now on, I'm not working those hours. You can talk to them, and maybe they'll agree to change the hours and, and, and right. take it more easier on you. 
But the, the way to kind of make it and force their hand is to speak to a doctor. If the doctor agrees that it's not good for you, provides you a note, that should solve uh, the problem, uh, Talia. Does that make sense? Yeah, makes sense. Thank you. You're very very welcome. Any other problems, uh, 1-855-821-5900 and help at employmenthour.com. We'll take another short break into our last segment here. You still have some minutes to give us a call. You know the number, 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell. Employment Hour, Talk Radio, AM 640. A few minutes to go here in the show tonight. Uh, I think what we'll do is we'll continue our uh, discussion on resignations because it's an important topic. We'll do that Monday night coming up next week early at uh, 7 o'clock. We'll continue with that uh, that conversation. We'll get to a couple emails here, pal, before we leave. I'll get to one first from Karen. says, uh, Leo, I work at a bank, and my employer just told me that when I come back from maternity leave, I'm going to have to go to a different branch. Can they do that? What should I do? Yeah, what's the rule, Johnny? Can you can you reiterate it for me, please? Yes, the uh, t-shirts and bumper stickers are being made as we speak. Don't mess with Mama. Yeah, you know that that's all we got to say here. Yeah. Really, it's it's you don't mess with Mama, and we're going to repeat that, and we're going to repeat it again because you can't do that. So, so in in you know, in all seriousness, Jennifer, your employer can't do that. I mean, listen, depending on on how. Uh, far or close than new branches, it may not be a big deal. If it's across the street, well, fine. Okay, you, you, it's not a big deal. You can, you can go there. It's not a significant change. But if it's a significant change in the sense that your role at the new branch is going to be very different, or the branch is far away, you're going to have to commute far. Then no, they can't do that. And not only can they not do that in the sense that it's a constructive dismissal, they can't do that in the sense that when you are on a maternity leave, they have to take you back to the same role, the mm-hmm. same place, same responsibilities, etc. That's where, you know, John was saying, you don't mess with mama. Because if you do that, if you do mess with mama, that's a human rights violation. That's a violation of the Employment Standards Act. Okay, it's just wrong and it's illegal. So there's a lot of things to talk about, Jennifer. I want to know exactly what are they doing other than physically changing the location of your branch. Uh, So give me a call. Let's talk about it. But uh, right off the top, uh, I have some major concerns here. They they, they shouldn't be doing anything. They should be taking you back to your same branch and the same responsibilities. We need to talk about that. 1-855-821-5900 is that number. We'll get to uh, – I'll squeeze Beth in here quickly. says, uh, my mother just lost her job after 30 years, and she was offered six months severance. Is that all she gets? Well, no. uh, My gosh, it's not even close. (laughs) She she gets a lot more than that. Now, I don't know uh, how old she is. I don't know how uh, uh, what her job necessarily was. But after 30 years, I'd be shocked if it's anything other than 24 months compensation that she's owed. So she got a quarter of what she's actually owed, Beth. That's a wrongful dismissal with a cherry on top, as I like to say. It's that obvious. So no, you're owed or she's owed a lot more. Have her give me a call. Please, please, please make sure she doesn't sign anything. I can help her. It's going to be extremely easy because it's obvious what she's owed. Uh, and I'm glad you, you sent me that email. And please have her give me a call as soon as possible. And she can check out the severance pay calculator, which is, uh, I guess, what you'll close on here. Give us some details on how that fancy tool works. Yeah, the very fancy schmancy severance mm-hmm. calculator. So severancepaycalculator.com is the address that you go to to find out how much compensation, how much severance you're owed if you lost your job. It's it's easy to use. And how does it uh, how does it work? Well, it's going to ask you to input three pieces of information, your age, your position, and the length of your employment. You simply 
pick it and choose it from a drop down menu and that's it then the calculator does its thing and it tells you how many months compensation you're owed if you lost your job so it's easy to use it's accurate it's the place you go to when you walk out of that termination meeting with your severance offer in hand you go to severancepaycalculator.com but you don't have to be terminated to use it you can go use it now even if you're just curious to know how much compensation you'd be owed it's completely anonymous you don't have to put in your name if you don't want to none of that severancepaycalculator.com make it the very very first place you go to if you lost your job you know i'll give you a couple seconds here people are going to go there and say wow this is such a wide chasm the number's so big this calculator must have a bug in it why is it why is the number so big well yeah i mean but look at the email we just got mm-hmm. beth you know beth's uh, mom was offered six months if she goes to the calculator right now the calculator is going to say she she's owed 24 months and she was offered six so four times more uh, the reason why that's the case is because a lot of employers don't offer proper severance over 90% of the time. So that's what the calculator is intended to do, to educate and inform people that you do have entitlements. They're actually quite good. So don't believe what you're being told. Don't get your advice from uh, some some guy sitting at the bar or even from the Ministry of Labor because they can't advise you with respect to your full entitlements. Always go to severancepaycalculator.com or just give me a call. That number is one 821 5900 That is a wrap, as they say, for another week. We are back here on the weekend and, of course, Monday nights at 7 o'clock, same time as this on Wednesday. Lots of the Employment Hour. In the meantime, you want your questions answered, go to help at employmenthour.com, severancepaycalculator.com as well. This has been the Employment Hour Talk Radio, AM640.